Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. <laughs> and this week we binged season two of Mind Hunter. Which is hilarious, obviously, because I'm giggling already. <laughs> this day has not gone the way that it was supposed to. <laughs> no days ever go the way they're supposed to anymore. Um, this is why I no t- one has friends. It's really hard to get two people together at the same time. <sighs> you know what I was thinking the other day? You should just start coming in early to work, and we should should just record at work. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the only time like we can like, well, you know what? Then I would get traffic or oh yeah, you know my boss would come in early unexpectedly or something. Well, I'm apparently dying, so we're gonna have a <laughs> who wants to be <laughs> the co-host? Who wants to co-host with pickles? <laughs> Our twentieth review will actually get job. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pay. <laughs> There's no pay. You do have to watch TV. She's Mm -hmm. very demanding. But Um. I could not (laughs) wait to watch this show. Like, I wanted to start watching it at, like, 8 a.m. on Friday. I did, too. And the whole day at work, I'm like, I had, like, um, maybe four episodes of another show we're going to do next week, which is The Center Mm -hmm. 2. I was like... Once Mindhunter came out, I was like, I don't even care. I hope everybody dies. Who cares? (laughs) But I was like, I've got to finish this show, so let me finish it. Because I knew Mindhunter, I would be like, I have to focus. I have to take notes. Mm -hmm. Where the center, you can just have it running. Right. Don't have to pay attention. But I know Mindhunter, and I go one of two ways. Either I want to binge and hurry up and watch it Mm -hmm. as fast as possible, or I want to drag it out. Yeah, same. I thought about doing like one episode a day. Yeah. And then I ended up watching six hours on Saturday. (laughs) We watched five hours Saturday night. (laughs) Can I tell you about my Saturday? So Uh I texted you on Saturday. Do you remember? And I was, I was yes. like, hey, what are you doing? And you were like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm having terrible anxiety right now. <laughs> I was like, okay, th- hold on. Let me put my phone down. <laughs> um, yeah, so I watched six hours of Mindhunter on Saturday. I did not mean to do that. It's normally very hard to keep me still that long on the weekend. Yes. We have been doing stuff around the house lately. And I was just, I don't know, I was just tired. Yeah. So about four hours in, I started to have really bad anxiety. And I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I should take a break. So I said to myself, you know what? Uh, Like I said, we're doing stuff around the house. I need to go to Hobby Lobby and pick up a couple things. So I'm just chatting with my cousin, you know, through text messages and such. And I said, well, I'm going to go to Hobby Lobby. And she said, okay, well, just be careful of the masturbator. <laughs> and then a master debater or no. a masturbator? Masturbator. The Do you have cheese? One. Yeah. I know there was one with cheese on my favorite murder one. Yes, time. the Swiss cheese masturbator. I told that story Saturday night, too, to another friend. <laughs> so I was like, please explain. She said about a month ago that there was a man caught in the aisles at Hobby Lobby uh, doing things that he wasn't supposed to be doing, watching women, you know, pick out uh, Halloween wreaths. Yeah, I... Who the fuck is this person? I'm so disgusted. I'm more... That creeps me out more than anything else ever heard of ever because... It's just... I mean, on top of six hours of Mindhunter, on top of anxiety... Then you have to tell me that of all the the most wholesome store that there could be, Hobby Lobby, you go and ruin that. We can't even have, like, we can't even have Hobby Lobby anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You know where you wouldn't have this bullshit problem at? Chick-fil-A. That is true. I bet you no one has ever. And you know what my cousin said? She's, you know what she was so offended by the most? She said, and that's a Christian store, too. <laughs> I was going to say, I, you know what I was going to say? But I was like, no, I'll hold that back. I was like, that's your punishment for being such douchebags uh-huh, yeah. and and sending all your money to fight Planned Parenthood and stuff. That's what you get. Yeah. you get A masturbator. Men. As a matter of fact, I want all men to start doing that so we can get them out of business. I just wanted to look at Christmas decorations. Jesus Christ. Christmas. 
decorations are already out. Yes. Oh, I love. They have such pretty stuff right now. But it is literally right next to the Halloween decorations. and it Which is, is way more important. It's basically Halloween right now. So. Yeah. It's I know I have an eye on some stuff at Target. All it says is coming soon. And they either. It's either coming out, I think, August 22nd for some of the stuff. And then September 8th for the other. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this, setting the alarm at midnight yeah. on <laughs> September 8th to buy <sighs> Halloween decorations. Um, so, yeah. That, there's our obsession session. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Halloween decorations at Target and Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Masturbators at Hobby Lobby. Jesus Christ. I started yelling at my husband. I'm like, what is wrong with men? Why can't you just leave us alone? Well, I mean... And this is going to sound really weird, but I'm like, really? Hobby Lobby? Like, the people that, no offense, because I go to a Michaels, so I can't say anything. Yeah. But it's not like you've got bombshell women walking around the Hobby Lobby. Oh, no. You want to know? I had on um, black leggings covered in dog hair. Uh, yeah. Tennis shoes with no socks on. And no. an oversized mm-hmm. t-shirt. My hair was in a ponytail and a hat. I mean, I was a hot mess going to Hobby Lobby, but I can't that's, imagine. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. It's like, I've never seen anybody really dressed to the nines. It's usually like moms that are like, get something to do for these kids besides it in front of the TV. So yeah. here's some coloring books or glue hot glue hot glue the dog to the cat or something i don't care just get out of my face for five i minutes. was literally looking for like silk floral mm. arrangements to put on my mantle that's what i was looking for and you ruined it you ruined awesome. it you know where you don't get masturbators at amazon yeah i know i know <laughs> Well, you know what, though? I wanted to go to Marshall's because Marshall's always has, like, the best decor stuff for, like, super cheap. But I was yes. like, no, I'm going to be fancy and go to the Hobby Lobby. Well, serves me right. Serves you right. Should have gone to Marshall's. Anyway, you let's should've. talk about serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to do the important stuff first. Oh, yeah. Subscribe to everything. All the things, please. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, please follow us on Instagram, binge watch with us all one word, and like and follow us on Facebook too. Is yep. that all? Oh, and I promise to be more um, active. active. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a really rough three weeks, but now I'm coming out of it, so okay. I'm feeling more like let's do stuff again. Remember that time I was like, "Can we not record?" Because I'm introverted today. That's, yes. Yeah. You're you're allowed to take quiet time away from social media on this show. <laughs> totally. Acceptable. I mean, I was looking at like my own personal Instagram account. I haven't posted anything in forever. Oh, that's in true. Forever. Mine or my dog's, which is Harper Lee oh, um, dog. That's terrible. I know. I just, I'm like, ugh, oh. I just don't even want to do anything. I'm just telling you. Um, you can also email us at bingewatchwithus at gmail.com. Yes. And if you leave us a review anywhere on iTunes, Mm -hmm. on Instagram, if you want to email us a review, we will read your review on the show and give you a shout out. We will. Yeah. Okay. Now (laughs) serial killers. Yes. Okay. I don't even care about these other stuff. (laughs) Who cares? Nobody's listening. Nobody's going to rate and review us. Prove me wrong. Prove (laughs) me wrong. Now I'm threatening you people. All right. Season two of Mindhunter. <gasps> Yay! Should we talk about my favorite part first? Yes. <laughs> okay, so this season I thought was pretty interesting because you had a lot of heavy hitters. A lot. And you had a lot of, something's coming up. We got an active serial killer out here. Yeah. Well, a couple, but we have one that we don't even really know that much about. But we're just going to sprinkle them mm-hmm. all over the place. And that's the BTK. Ah. Uh. Which, I didn't know he wore a mask and stuff. I need to read up on BTK. Well, I have gone back through last podcast on the left's feed a couple times looking for their episode on BTK. Because I'm like, of course they have a three-part series on him. They don't. Mm. They very Mm. briefly talk about him for one episode because one of them watched a documentary on YouTube. So it's not Mm. even close to the in-depth that they go into on other subjects. I know. Isn't that disappointing? True Crime Garage? I don't know. Um, I stopped listening to them a while ago because I like humor with my murder. 
Real quick, speaking of last podcast, they're doing a five-part series on the Mormons. Uh, so Get excited. ready. I am so excited. <laughs> I love the Mormons. I love them. I was like, yes, all I know about the Mormons is what I learned by watching South Park. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so happy they're doing this. Which is not serial killers, but, you know. Well, you know, I'm obsessed with Ben Kissel. Yes. His Instagram stories are the light of my life. I, me and my dogs and my husband sit down every night. I'm not kidding you. This is not an exaggeration. It's really this sad. And we watch Ben Kissel's Instagram stories every day. I love them. Can I tell you that sometimes I'm like, I just want to take a nap downstairs and I just want to put something on that I'll fall asleep to. One of them will be my obsession session story this week. Okay. But anyways, it's um, paranormal caught on camera. Yes. This is not my obsession session, but Ben's on that. Uh-huh. And the other day I was dozing off, and I knew this, and I was dozing off, and I was like, I was like, baby. He's like, what? I was like, are you playing last podcast? He's like, <laughs> no. I think he's on your TV. And I was like, <laughs> Ben's <"Huh?"> here. <laughs> I was like, no, he only does political stuff. He's like, we've had this conversation. I was like, obviously you're wrong. No. No, he saw a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. No, so he's on this ghost thing, and he just talks all professionally. I want to say he's like the purest of souls. Oh, my gosh. Him and his dog, Puffin. Oh, my God. I love Puffin. Go follow Ben Kissel on Instagram just for the Instagram stories. Yes. Which has nothing to do with serial killers. No. So they don't have... (laughs) Uh, that's where I get like most of my serial killer knowledge from is mm-hmm. last podcast because they're just full of great information, but they have not done one. So I really, other than like, I know how he was caught. Mm-hmm. He's an idiot. They're all idiots. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. Like, well, I think that's one thing that this season really shows is that they all think they're so smart and they're not. Well, they're all narcissists. And kind of nerdy. <laughs> like, they're just kind of a bunch of nerds. But, and this is going to sound horrible, but you know what? I don't give a shit. Because everybody else is falling in love and writing Mrs. Ted Bundy everywhere. Uh-huh. So I can totally say I have a girl crush, teeny tiny bit, on Eb Kemper when he talks about <gasps> Charlie Manson. I I just, I don't <laughs> even know what to say about Ed Kemper in this season. Um, he wasn't in it that much. No, he wasn't. But, I mean... But, when you're that large and that scary, you steal the show every time. Oh my God. But when he was sitting there talking to him about Manson, I, I was dying. I was said, howling and hooting and hollering. It was the most fun ever. He said he's small, like really small. <laughs> and he shows them to about his belly. So then, so when Manson does come on, did you notice that he sat on top of the chair to make himself look taller? Yes, and I loved whoever they got to play Manson. I loved that whole scene. Rewound it, watched it again, rewound it, watched it again. So that is the same actor that plays Manson in the new Tarantino movie. I wanted to watch that movie. Um, We wanted to go see it, but now it was only playing a few times now at the movie theater. So I was like, damn it. And it's never anything convenient. So Does Brad Pitt play Tex in that movie? Tex I didn't is, think so. You know, the, the, the guy from Texas. Yeah, I know yeah. who Tex Watson is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the only male with the girls. I found that interview very fascinating. Which part? Well, the, the part that Tex was so remorseful for it. Well, he's born again. It's He wants to get parole, but which it, I think he's still locked up. But at the same time, he seemed to have such a clear vision of what was happening to him while he was with Charlie. There was, or is, may still be, I think it's on Hulu, and it's about Manson. It's like Manson, the Lost Tapes. And they actually had a film crew, and I want to say it was like British. It wasn't Americans, obviously. And they went out to Spalding Ranch, which is where the family was living, and interviewed all these people. So then they had the survivors of the family talking, and I can't remember which girl it was. It wasn't one that did the murders, but it was one of the one of the girls who left. I think she's written a book sent a couple of years ago. They wanted to use her for the trial, and they told her she needed to go to a psych ward, basically, so they could deprogram her and get her off of all the acid she was on. They said she'd be there for 90 days. She was there for nine months. 
Okay, so so you think Tex was uh, deprogrammed? He was probably deprogrammed. He'd come off the acid. I thought what he said, though, was pretty spot on. And I don't know if it was word for word, but everything I've ever read about Manson, it seemed pretty spot on. The girls really did what Charlie wanted, and they really did all the all the really horrific stuff at the murder scenes. It wasn't him. Right. It was the girls. They went crazy. That's why so many of them hated. Well, in this this weird little society of serial killers, of famous serial killers, they re- they hated Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought it was fascinating when he told everybody that he stole Holden's watch. <laughs> his then, sunglasses and then oh his yes his, the, i'm sorry you're right the sunglasses yeah two two or three of the things that happened there that i thought were really funny <clears throat> one how he said he didn't do anything that was mentioned in helter skelter the book which right. if anybody hasn't read that i highly recommend it god i love that book i can't make watch stops and i can't do all this stuff and this is all blown out of proportion and i'm like charlie you crazy nut you know you set a lot of this stuff up Two, how he signed the book form. Uh-huh. I, wa- I want to know that's true. I want, I believe that's true in my heart of hearts that Charlie actually did that. So there's two things I wanted to say about that. <clears throat> did you notice in the scene afterwards when Holden and Tench are in the car, Tench asks Holden, do you have the time? Because mm-hmm. Tench's watch stopped. Yep. When Manson told him, I can't do these things. I can't, I can't make time stop. I thought that was really... Really but did you know what that came from? No. In the book, in Helter Skelter. Okay, so Helter Skelter was written by Vincent Bugliosi, who was the DA who tried the Manson murders. Right, okay, okay. okay. He was very young at the time. And he claims, during all this shenanigans that went on and everything, that Manson looked at him, he looked at his watch, and his watch had stopped working. And it was like first thing in the morning. Huh. So he okay. tells he told that story to the wheels fell off about how Manson looked at him. He looked at his watch and his watch stopped working. Why would Manson the DA do that? Why would the DA make this small man out to be so powerful? I don't think he did. I think, in in my opinion, that he was trying to show how Charlie really isn't this Jesus like figure and how great he is. It's kind of more of the this is odd thing that happened during the trial, uh-huh. but he also talked about all the theatrical stuff that Charlie did to delay the case, to have it um, delayed for another day, to disrupt the proceedings, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just all kinds of shit. To basically show that he's just a charlatan. He's not Jesus. He's not smart. He's not a murderer. Right, um, but to yeah. Me, but to me, Charlie is more dangerous than anybody they've talked to so far. Just for that reason. Because he, he can kill get, anybody. Right, because he can get other people to do it for him. Yep. Uh, the yep. second thing I wanted to mention was there are YouTube videos online where they play the original tapes uh, side mm-hmm. by side with the Mindhunter interviews. And uh-huh. they're almost exact word for word, almost. Um, I a, really... A lot mm-hmm. of the actors didn't take any liberties with pausing and phrasing and influxes Mm -hmm. on different words a lot of the actors just basically repeated what was on the actual tape so that i don't i did not see one with the manson interview but that it's it's likely that that's exactly how it went i really wanted him to sign that book though (laughs) this is literally i I would pay billions of dollars for this book (laughs) it just cracks me up so much Let's okay. So we talked about BTK. We talked about Manson. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent you a picture earlier today of the side by side of Son of Sam. Spot on. He sounded like him, and he looked just like he him. He looked just like him. He moved just like him. Mm-hmm. Um, what mm-hmm. a great actor! Just crazy. Right. right. Well, and what and so what they're trying to do, I think, this season was to find out. It seemed like mainly in the beginning, they were trying to figure out why people would go back to the scene of the crime. Like, why are you going back after something's happened there? Like, are you going back to relive the memory? Are you going back to take something? Like, why do y'all keep returning to the scene of the crime? 
And what they found out, or my impression was, is that they really didn't find out there is no set pattern. Some did it just because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, it didn't seem like any, everybody was like, yep, yeah, I went back to relive the memory and... Um, BTK, who we know um, would stalk uh, women and families for weeks and weeks and weeks, and that was, mm -hmm. that was all part of his process. And then Son of Sam, we found out that although he would hunt and hunt and hunt and hunt, he wasn't always following the same person. But there mm -mm. was a process to the before. Yeah, yeah. When the act occurred at that location, then the revisit. And uh, mm -hmm. so did Son of, so I know that Son of Sam returned to where the shootings were, but was it for sexual gratification the way that BTK or Ed might have? I don't think so, because the way he talked about it, he murdered because the dog told him to. Like, he did it purely to murder. He didn't do it, and I think he even said that in the interviews. He didn't do it for any kind of a gratification, sexual gratification. Yeah. He did it because the dog told him to. <laughs> or Satan or whatever. Demons told him to kill people, and that's why he did it. I don't... If he went back, I don't think it was for anything other than to just <gasps> relive that moment, mm -hmm. but not for anything like Ed Kemper. Um, but did you think, I thought it was so funny when they went to go visit Manson and Manson's like, I'm busy. So they went to go talk to good old Eddie. And when they were like, who are you here to see? Or who are you here to talk about? Did you notice he mentioned the East Area Rapist? Yes. Yes. The Golden I guess State so Killer. Yeah. yeah. He was wondering if, is this the guy that you're looking for? Because you know, Ed Kemper was like, this guy's pushing in on my, my territory and I don't like yeah. it. God, this was the golden age of serial killers. Man, I mean, they were left, right, and center. It was a free-for-all in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And I and I still wonder now, you know, in the, in the last 30 years, are they just not getting caught? Or are there just not as many as there used to be? Well, that's interesting. And part of me thinks there's just not that many as there used to be because we got better drugs. Um, and you can kind of, people are getting caught more with the bullshit early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe so. Um, I think people know to be on the lookout. If your son is lining up kitty cat parts all over the place, that that's not just boys being boys or something seriously wrong with him. I mean, you think about, especially that, that mid, I'd say mid seventies to like the mid eighties. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had the East area rapist, you had the Atlanta monster, you had son of Sam, Zodiac Killer. Ted was caught in 83. Ted, you had Gacy. I mean, yeah. that's that's a lot. Plus Zodiac. Did I already say Zodiac? And remember. the Green River Killer. I, don't, I, I know that I have educated myself on the Green River Killer at least seven times, and I remember nothing of it. Nothing! Because <laughs> I, I, I don't think they've ever <laughs> caught him. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know anything about those murders. And I know that yeah. I've looked into it. I just don't know anything about Me them. Me too. I just don't think it's been anything super fascinating. Uh, well, there there are some active serial killers right now that we know about for sure. Like, um, I know for some reason, I always pay attention to the ones in Cleveland. And there, there are, mm -hmm. they think that, well, they're not going to admit it. But I think that there are three active serial killers in Cleveland right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But there, and I think some of the smiley face murders are mm. around that area too. I could be totally wrong about that. There's a guy that was in Canada that, that was caught recently. The <laughs> one who was was he killing uh, a oh, gentleman yes. of mid east, middle eastern, yes, yes. very, and very specific victims. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, middle eastern men, middle eastern gay men. The, yeah, 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 yeah. The um. Oh mm -hmm. shoot! And he would he would bury them in people's yards. Yeah, because he was a and isn't it like a, a what do you call it? A gardener. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say like an agricultural something. Yeah, yeah. But isn't it always interesting that they always go after? Not always, but a lot of times they go after people who are like nobody's going to care if they go missing. Sex uh -huh. workers, mm -hmm. African American children, mm -hmm. African Americans, women. Yeah. Um, and now, sign of the time, Middle Eastern descent, um, um, men. 
Yeah. Especially gay men. I'm sure that's like on the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I mean, in, in Canada's anything. got its problem with Native American women, too. Native American sex yeah. workers or just mm-hmm. Native American women under the poverty line. Um, I think in a few yeah. in a few decades, we'll find out that there were, at, at, I'm going to call it now, at least two in Canada. Um, oh, yeah. Picking off mm-hmm. Native American women. Let's, though, yeah. can we so. talk about... Um, I don't know his first name, or uh, I don't know if it was his first name. Henley, the Candyman killer. I see. I don't know anything about him. Uh-huh. I've heard the name, mm. but yeah. Terrible. But when they were talking about, it, I was like, "Where's the book?" You no. You need to go listen to uh, last podcast. Did one or two parts on the Candyman in Houston, and he's a very very scary. Um, he picked off young white boys in a poverty-stricken area. He, mm-hmm. I think he worked or owned a candy factory. Um, mm-hmm. And he kind of created this little hangout for boys. Like, he, oh, you can mm-hmm. get, come get off the streets and come play in here, which is always very suspicious. And Henley was right. actually a right. victim at first, or so he says. But oh, sure. Ended up recruiting for the Candyman. He mm-hmm. drove a car and would that had like um like a board that he could strap oh, the boys to. After so many victims, Henley started to run out, and he went after Henley himself. So, is he is is this the one where the last podcast did he write a letter? Or there was something really gruesome in it. And like the last podcast guys are like, we're going to read the crime scene or talk about something. But it's so gruesome that we're like completely warning you not to listen to it. Yeah, it's a gold. They call it a gold star episode. It's if you can get through this, you get a gold star because it's that bad. I was flying when I was listening to that episode, but I don't remember that much about it. When they found where the bodies had been stashed, I think that they got prisoners to come dig up the bodies. Yeah. And they were just digging night through day, hour after hour, and just kept Mm -hmm. finding more and more bodies, one on top of the other. Kind of like Gacy. Kind of like how Gacy had them stacked up on each other. That's Mm -hmm. what the Candyman did. He just threw bodies one on top of the other and made prisoners dig them up. Well, In Texas, no AC, barely covered in shade. Ugh, those poor men. Those poor men. Not nice. But if that doesn't haunt you for life. But that actor is young Ned Stark from Game of Thrones. See, I'm sitting there the whole time and I was like, he looks familiar. Look at me. I'm getting all mad. He looks familiar (laughs) and I can't figure it out. And, you know, it's hard to find who people are in Mindhunter because Mm -hmm. it's like you go to IMDb. It's like, here's everybody who was in it. The lady that stood in the back smoking a cigarette. Yeah. The guy pumping gas. I mean. Yeah. There's, I mean, when you have 12 different serial killers, you know, it's... Listen. So, I read on Reddit that he wasn't even listed on IMDb yet, but supposedly somebody was working on it. I can't even find out who uh, played Wayne Williams in this whole effing thing. Because he looks familiar. So... I'm just saying. But we can talk about... We can talk about the bad killer. We can move on to Mm -hmm. the Atlanta monster. The witch killer? The, the bag, killer? the bag killer. I don't the remember ba- that one. The bag killer. He's very interesting. He was um, so the doctor and Agent Smith went to go interview the bag killer. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember that. It's the one they had the the little the little newbie. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Is that the stupid fucking questions you're gonna ask? Me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. but I, that's why I couldn't hardly pay attention to anything they were talking about because he was just destroying that guy left, right, and center so much that uh, it, it it just cracked me up. Yeah, I think Tench said he shit the bed, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I read up on him really quick because I didn't know anything about him. This guy. There Uh was a series of murders of men's dismembered bodies found in garbage bags in the Hudson River, I think. Sure, sure. And they were able to trace some of the clothing from one of the victims back to a leather store shop. Okay. A.K.A. Mm -hmm. like leather pants, leather vests, all that stuff. Chaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh uh-huh. They linked it to the gay community. 
this guy was convicted of killing um, another gay man who I want to say was like the writer for Variety magazine, but I'm not sure. I could be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. So sure. he, he got these murders pinned on him. He never confessed to them. The man that he absolutely was definitely guilty of murdering was not dismembered, was not put in a garbage bag, was not found in the Hudson mm-hmm. River. He was just murdered in his apartment. So, uh. but what's really interesting uh. about this guy, he's like a radiologist. He did like uh, those scary like MRI scans. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The cat scans. He was in a scene in The Exorcist. Of course he was. Performing uh, a, a, like a like a scary cat scan. Yeah. Huh. So there's huh. actually a serial killer in the Exorcist movie. Maybe. He never admitted to it, so. Well, there you go. Yeah. We need to talk about two more things real quick, and okay. then we have to focus the rest of our time on the Atlanta child murders. Okay. Do we want to talk about the horrific makeup yes. job that yes. they did on really everybody, but especially what's-her-face? What was her name? Uh Carr? Is that her name? Wendy Carr? Dr. Carr. Dr. Wendy Carr. Yeah. Yeah. No, not everybody. Just the women. Only the women in this show had horrendous makeup. I sent you a Snapchat. (laughs) I took a picture of this this poor lady's face, and it was just laced with curse words. I could not believe that a professional makeup artist put women on TV looking like that. You should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, And it was so funny because I'm watching it with my boyfriend, and I was like, why does everything blend? I can't even pay attention to what she's saying because her face and jacket and everything blended. But I noticed that, too. I think it was on Trench. That's the older guy. Tench. Tench. Mm -hmm. Tench? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, T-E-N-C-H. I, I think I noticed it on him, too, at one time. Like, he had that almost that same putty-colored makeup on. And I was just like, why? No. Why? You have... I know Netflix is, sh- is throwing money at you. So, why would you... I can understand, okay, she doesn't wear any makeup, but why? No. Why make her look like that? It was you horrible. made actors look like exact replicas of famously notorious men but you couldn't find the right foundation for this woman go fuck yourself no or at least put her in a pink jacket or something jesus i was dying oh i was literally dying well i was like that the director of this show is notorious for like tinting his movies so like after they're filmed you know he'll he'll throw out a a certain tint to to make it look Mm -hmm. like a certain era whatever and so that's what it was he put a green tint on the whole show but they should have tested this they should have put the makeup on her Mm -hmm. filmed some of it tested it with the tint Mm -hmm. to see how it would look i can't believe that they did this (laughs) yeah because i'm telling you back in the 30s when they did like uh, Wizard of Oz and stuff they tested shit left right and center to see how it would show up on in color because technicolor because it was new at the time so don't tell yeah. me you don't you couldn't do that it was horrible I, I it was very distracting Tench's hair halfway through the show was a very odd gray yeah they, they dyed his hair halfway through the show and it was almost metallic looking it was uh, it was weird. And I think they did that because he was under so much stress. I guess they were trying to be like, look, he's going gray right before our eyes. But it just paid off. It just to me, it, I noticed it. And I was like, has his hair always been that gray? My boyfriend's no. like, no, I think it's gotten worse. And I was like, yeah. it's, it's distracting. It's distracting from a really great yes. story. Yeah. Um, to drop the ball on something so easy. Thank you. You know. Yeah, it's 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 unforgivable, unforgivable. But we're gonna yeah. forgive them because they're doing Gacy next season. Hurrah! We think there's a theory. Hurrah. There is a theory that oh, Gacy yeah. will be next season. So we will see. Let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, because Gacy was like this. He was a chatty Kathy. Once, oh, gosh, once he was in yes. there, he was just talking left, right, and center. <sighs> he looks like he would burp a lot. <gasps> well, and I think he tried to kind of do if. Gacy who did the tapes I think it was like Geraldo had him or something where it showed him in prison and he had like a boyfriend and he was very flamboyant 
Gacy was, and it looked like he had like man boobs and stuff. No, no, that wasn't Gacy. That was um, who? Was that was that? Richard Speck. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Richard God, that... Speck had had female breasts. Yes, snorting coke. Yep, prostituting himself out. And you're right. It was it was Geraldo that had it. it. I, yeah, it, it's one of those things that stayed with me my whole entire life. It's disturbing. Yeah. <sighs> God, it was horrible. Speaking of serial killers, let's talk about his son. Uh, I wanted to text you and be like, Lisa, there's a creepy kid. <laughs> I know, right? Well, first, I don't know why nobody asked the question. Has anybody dropped this child on its head? I know they didn't get him till he was three. I, Maybe. And and the fact that we've never heard anything about it is makes me think it's they're made a lot more out of it or it's a completely fake story. There is a real story. And he didn't turn into a mass killer? No. I'll tell you the story, but go ahead. Boy. I know. Howdy. I was I like, here's here's the serial killer bingo. Check, check, uh-huh. check, check, check. First thing they should have done is separate him from his, that mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he was just doing it. No, we want to hear. He was, he, he put him on the cross because whatever the bullshit reason was. He believed that the baby could resurrect that yes. way. And, yeah. and she kept saying that and they were finally like, nobody's buying your bullshit story. She's the mom. He was such a good boy. I know he killed some cats and he raped those couple of girls, but he was such a good boy. Yep. He did it because he's such a good boy. This is so out of, no, it's not. No, it's not. And P.S. And then she left the the detective at the end. I thought she was a real bitch. <laughs> she upset me. Her hair was very upsetting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was that a wig? It had to have been. Uh, I didn't think that she was going to leave him the whole show. I'm like, boy, this is going to be a miserable marriage because people just did not leave each other back then. But you're getting to that time period where it was starting to become more commonplace. Yeah, but like, I just thought that she would have been like, okay, yes, we need to move. Yes, we need to start over. But having a broken family is just going to make it worse on the kid. Or how about this? I'm a stay at home mom. Okay, so now I've got to worry about daycare. I'm moving out in the middle of the night. I don't know. She really annoyed the shit out of me because I thought she was doing nobody's no favors. She was living in her own shell of self-protection, taking it all on the husband. Every time, you know, it was so annoying is that every time she would start to talk about his job and people's eyes would light up, she would come yeah. into the room and be like, shh, shh, shh. Don't, no, no, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. And it's like the same mentality. Like, it's still surprising to people that, that murder is interesting. And people are like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? It's like, are you, we have been obsessed with this shit for hundreds of years. What are you talking about? What cracked me up? I know. I was like, this is a perfect thing to talk to him about. Plus, That's I'm how sorry. you make friends. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Part of me, too, was like. It's like she didn't want anybody to know what he did for a living. Oh, he just works for the FBI or whatever. But part of me was like, um, why don't you tell them that the reason why he's not home all the time is because he's trying to solve a murder, those murders of the, what, 18 or 19 kids in Atlanta. Yeah. How about that? That makes him look like a very good cop because that's a hard case. Nobody wants to touch that with a 35-foot pole. And, you know, he's trying to do both. He's trying to balance both. And all you're doing is sitting there smoking cigarettes and bitching that the kid's wet in the, pa- the bed all the time. And he's Ugh. such a good boy. She was doing that child no favors. So okay. what's the real story, though? So here's the real story behind it. So it happened in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. um, in the Bay Area. It was a brother. It was two little boys, brothers. They were 10 mm-hmm. and 7 years old. Their real names have never been released. Okay. But they kind of were latchkey kids. They kind of ran the streets. Their parents were separated. The dad had custody. Uh And the dad gave them bus passes. They were 10 and 7. Jesus Christ. They just kind of wandered around the city. Uh, Uh But they weren't bad kids. They weren't bullies. They didn't get into fights. Yeah. One day they were at a park and a toddler wandered off from his mom. She took her eyes off of him and he wandered away. And they actually went around the park holding the toddler's hand saying, is this your, is this your kid? Is that your mommy? Where's your mommy trying to help him? Oh my God. 
So they kind of walk out of the park and uh-huh. they walk further into the city looking for the little boy's mom. He starts to cry. They take <sighs> him to their they had like a clubhouse, which was basically just an abandoned basement Ugh. where a bunch of other kids hung God. out. He wouldn't stop crying. He wouldn't stop crying. So they started smacking him a little bit, like cut it out. And when he cried more, they started hitting him mm. more. Um, <sighs> I know. God. And eventually he, the little the little baby got hit with a brick. Yeah, they they felt really bad about it. They were not religious, but they knew that Jesus came back to life. So let's let I mean, you're 10 and seven. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So let's put him on a cross. Maybe he'll come back to life. The cops had plenty of leads. Obviously, this boy wandered off with two little boys. We need to go find the two little boys. And they tracked down the little boys. And they and the, one of the cops asked the seven-year-old, if you were a policeman, where would you look for the little boy? And oh. he said, oh, well, probably in the basement. Oh, God. So he actually led the cops to the body because... They still thought, it was five days later, they still thought this little baby was going to wake up. Oh, God, that's tragic. Yeah, but you want to know what? That seven-year-old, he had a plate in his head. (gasps) Of course he did. Serial killer bingo. Yep, He he had a plastic plate in his head. Now, the older boy grew up to be a completely normal person he has a family yeah. he has a normal job he's never gotten in trouble with the law the younger Good. one did get mixed up in drugs does have misdemeanors and does not have a family so mm. it's a toss-up mm. i guess but that the yeah, younger yeah. one is also the one with the plate in his head so there you go serial yeah. killer bingo uh, isn't that such a because ta- i when i was watching this i was like oh this must be based on something and it is yeah unfortunately okay okay yeah. well all right so let's let's deep dive into it. Uh, go listen to Atlanta Monster, the podcast series. So well written. So well done. They opened up the cases because of this podcast series. Yes. Uh, reopened them. Yes. Yes. Reopened yeah. them. Yeah. I still don't know if Williams did it. <sighs> what yeah. do you think? Well, it's it's I again. I remember this. I re- it was all over the news. I remember this story a lot because even though it was in Atlanta, I was in Florida. So I was where I lived in Florida. I think we we're only like eight hours away from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I was of the same age group. Oh, shoot. I, of course, I'm not African-American and I'm not male. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, at that time when that was going on, I think it was like, what, 80? Yeah. It started yeah. in 79 and ended in 81. Okay, so in 79, I was eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's young enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't remember distinct. I mean, I remember it being on the news. and I remember it was like, this is why you don't talk to strangers. And this is why, you know, you, you do this, that, and the other. So, I do remember it. Of course, I didn't know any of this background that I found out from listening to the podcast on it. So, of course, my whole time was he obviously did it. You know, they had evidence against them. I'm still not sure he didn't do at least some of them. I go back and forth on it. I really do. It's one of those things because they did have some evidence to link them to the crimes. They had fiber evidence um, Mm -hmm. matching the carpet from the house, matching the dog hair. The dog hair. Um, A few things like that. Yeah, there were never any witnesses, though. They could tie him to a few of the victims. A few of them few of them which makes me think you know i don't think it was the clan i don't think it was the clan either they just could not move in that city well i i and i i agree with their analysis it had to be an african-american person yeah there is no way a white man or woman could go into there and and get these boys to come into their cars and nobody noticed that that is horseshit because they even kind of showed it on the show where the one guy went up to talk to the kids playing basketball and hey you want to make two dollars that woman grandma was screaming up at the top she's like get out of here nobody wants you and i was like i love this grandma okay but there is one episode where a little boy tells holden i know what ten dollars gets you 
Yes. Do you think that that yes. if a white man were known to give out five dollars for pictures for Polaroids, mm-hmm. would they? Because mm-hmm. the, some of those kids were okay with doing that. You know, it's not hurting yeah. them. They're just taking the picture. Who cares? Who cares? Oh, totally. I wonder if a white man could lure them with that. He would have had to get them out of their neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Unless they were sneaking out at night. But it seems like a lot of these kids were kidnapped or taken. going to the And broad daylight going to the corner grocery. So to yeah. me, anybody going to the corner corner groceries in the broad of daylight there's no way it could have been anything other than an african-american person um which i know sounds horrible but right yeah if if the neighborhood is predominantly black then a a white person is going to stick out yeah well it's the same way if it's a in a lot of areas if it's a roped off community yeah with the guards and everything i can guarantee you if there's an african-american male especially walking down the streets people are going to notice that that's going to be a red effing flag and here's the argument here's another argument for that by number 27 they were looking for a white man those people in that in that neighborhood they were looking for this white man who was stealing their kids how could he get away with taking 27 kids if they were looking for him yeah and that's why i i I find it harder to now saying it was all wayne williams maybe not i don't know my other problem with this whole thing too is this thing was so disorganized and so hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, and so effed up. Red tape everywhere. That no wonder. Yeah. No wonder it was wrapped up in a bow and put away, and that's it, the end, and they never looked for anybody else. I mean, all the red tape everybody had to go through. Yeah. You know, to get the flyers made. I know. I mean, that's just ridiculous, all the shit. So it's like the cops were fighting against them. Which I think is horseshit. They should have gone to somebody and been like, no, I need full cooperation or we're packing up. But even the commissioner. I mean, when it goes yeah. all the way up to the police commissioner, what are you supposed to do? I know. You, then well, you know what you do. Yeah. You call in Ted, the new boss. You get him well, down there. That's what I was thinking. Call Jay Agna Hoover. I think she was still around then. Mm-hmm. Get her ass up there. I mean, you have to go to your head of FBI to get yeah. something done. But everybody, I mean, they didn't want him to say it was a black person because, of course, it's a black person. But right. they made very good points. And as we all know, serial killers a lot of times stay within their race. Yeah. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Wayne Williams did fit the other profile elements. You oh, know, yeah. He didn't have a super steady job. He didn't have a whole lot of relationships. He was. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I feel like the show didn't... Um, really focus enough on is that how smart Wayne was he was incredibly intelligent well and all they showed him is being a smart ass right but See, not really and, being smart and maybe he was a smart ass but he was also very intelligent yep. and I don't mm-hmm. think that the show gave him enough credit for that because again if you're getting away with 27 abductions with the FBI in your city you have mm-hmm. got to be a smart man. To me, I can't believe that they were like, okay, if you plead guilty to two of the, two of, what was it, 27? 27 or 28, I think. Then we'll kind of call it a day. And he's uh. like, rokey dokey. To me, too, that says that he, he maybe didn't kill all of them, but he had something to do with some of them. Some of them. I think so. Yeah. I, d- I definitely think he was involved in the two oldest murders, which I think was yeah. 19 and 21, maybe. I think so. They were almost adults or right around adult age. But also, so, yeah. you know, it's not unreasonable to think that this guy started running out of kids. Oh, sure. Well, it's not only you're running out of kids as you're picking from the same area. So as you said, then people are like... Okay, you know, I'm, I'm not sending you to the store anymore. I'm going with you to the store. Yeah. You're going in numbers. Like, you you know, you really lock that shit down, especially in smaller communities. I just can't. That's a horrible disservice to those families, those, the, 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 the children that died and their families and their parents and their moms and grandmas and everybody that I, 
is a horrible disservice to them to be like, well, we're just going to lump them all in and say he did them all, but we just don't have enough evidence. So, case closed. Sorry. Sucks to be y'all. That's horrific. Yeah, that the, just the, horrific. the whole thing is horrific. The whole thing that it, it took 12 kids for anybody to even believe them is terrible. Yeah. Because, you know what? One little white girl got murdered in Boulder, Colorado, and everybody knows her name. You yep. know? That's it's well, just terrible yeah that's because her brother killed her and hmm. we'll have we'll have to watch something on her one day <sighs> but yeah i mean well and again they're, they're right though it's the south it was the 70s it's a it's a group that nobody cares about poor black children nobody cares about them especially then unfortunately it it doesn't it doesn't shock me at all that it took that many <laughs> It's shameful and it's sinful. Oh. And everybody associated with this case that gave up and just said tough shit to these people should be ashamed of themselves. I think that I think that it is. I think the whole legacy, everybody mm-hmm. is ashamed of it. And I'm glad they're reopening cases. They should. Well, that's what they did. The one thing I watched on Gacy, they, you know, out of Gacy's, I don't know how many 30 something victims, there was like four or six that were unidentified. Yeah. And I watched something, I think it was on A&E, and they went back and tried to figure out who these remains belonged to. And I think they found two or three of them. Like, they they were able to identify this is this victim and this is that victim. So let's talk about some of the other possibilities that weren't Wayne Williams. So mm-hmm. in the very last episode, they very briefly, they very briefly touch on something that I feel like if you if you blinked, you missed it. Mm-hmm. That the police officer that went to the brick house, which mm-hmm. is where they pulled out boxes of Polaroids of little white boys and girls, that police officer claimed to have taken out thousands of pictures, but when they processed the pictures, there were only hundreds. So there is a theory that this police officer being ashamed for his community, not wanting the little boys and little girls in his neighborhood to be exposed like this, took out mm-hmm. all the Polaroids of the, of the African-American boys and girls. <sighs> so, yeah, there, there could have been sexual assault right there. And just to protect the kids identities. Um, yeah. He accidentally hid a murderer. There was another man um, who, I think they said, well, shit, I don't know too much about that one, so I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I don't want to sound like I'm making it up. Can I say the one, not funny, but (laughs) completely odd part of that whole case, though, is, and I know this part is true because I heard it on the other podcast about how they found the pornographic magazines with the semen yes. all over it. <gasps> they really did <laughs> ruin that man's life. They really did, but oh. I felt so bad for him when he was like, you know, when he was like telling them why he was doing it. I was like, oh my God. And he thought I, that that's what they arrested him for. I know. I was like, <laughs> sorry. I was like, seriously? That's not a crime. So Littering, sad. maybe, yeah. is all they're going to get you for. But yeah, they ruined his life. Well, it's just like, and who then was he. It? He had to go the rest of his life knowing that he did that within feet of bodies. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But, you know, it's like the one guy, wasn't in, I think it was in Atlanta also, where they had the Olympics stuff set up and there was a bomb that went off. And they first said it was like Joe Smith or whatever. And then it wasn't. They, well, they arrested. I, I know they did that with the Boston bomber. So Reddit yeah. doxed somebody who they thought was the Boston bomber and it turns out this guy had nothing to do with any yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's like be careful when you start leaking out that stuff, especially in this 24-hour news cycle we're in. Oh. You can ruin somebody's life. I mean, thank God that was before that, but of course now it's infamous because <laughs> it's been on podcast and books have been written and, you know, now you're on a TV show, so and then his Maybe wife died. Found out. He died from something. Jeez, oh Louise, God. that poor guy. I know. Well, he's still alive, right? He's still in jail. Yeah, because they had him um, in that the podcast. He was talking in the podcast, and that's only about a year or so old. So, as far as I know, he's still alive. Anyways, Mm-mm-mm-mm. you know, Ed Kemper's still alive too. What? 
Did you know that? I can't believe yeah, he, he's only like 70. I can't believe he hasn't died of heart disease yet. Right. He's my favorite. I just say, okay, so what are we looking at? What are you doing? Wayne Williams had a German shepherd, I think. His dad did. Uh, yeah. As he, <laughs> he made that very clear. It wasn't his dog. Smart ass. Um, <laughs> did you ever see the movie Cell with Jennifer Lopez? Nope. Oh, you got to watch Cell with Jennifer Lopez. It's so good. He, that's a, they have a serial killer in that movie with a with an, alb- an albino German Shepherd. I've literally never watched a movie with J Lo in it in my whole life. Thank watch you. this one. Watch the honestly. Okay, I mean, she's not a great actress in it, but it's a really cool movie. It's very cool. Okay. If I can find it on one of the streaming channels, I will totally watch it. But you know what? It might be one of those bad movies that I, that I think is good. Because I have a few of those where, like, I know yeah. it's a bad movie, but I like it anyway. Well, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'll start watching it. And if it really sucks, I'll be like, no. No. This is <laughs> this is one of those movies, Elise, where you like it and no one else does. <laughs> you. I don't have time because you make me watch all these other shows. I know. Very busy. <laughs> do you want to do Obsession Session or should we just go to bed now? No, I want to do it real quick because okay. this is a really big one. Okay, go ahead with your obsession session. But wait, first let me tell everybody what obsession session is. Okay, go Obsession ahead. session is the part of the show where me and Lisa talk about the things that we have been obsessed with in the past week or so. That is not the show that we have binge-watched over the last week. This is a show that you and I bonded over many, many, many years ago. <laughs> I that already has, know what it is. Yeah, I know you do. That has come back. With a new cast. Yeah. Yeah. Whole new cast except for one. Uh Uh-huh. Grant. Hurrah. Who I just assumed had died from AIDS years ago. Yeah. Has come back with a whole new cast. What is the show? So this is Ghost Hunters. It's Uh on Uh A&E. We talked about this show obsessively for years. Years. I made fun of it 24-7. Pickles loved it because she's got daddy issues. I do have daddy issues. And everything they did was right and holy and pure. And I was like, they're charlatans. <laughs> they're idiots. I would make fun of everything Jane Grant did. And re-watching these episodes has made me the happiest person ever in creation. <laughs> because I'm screaming to my boyfriend. I was like... I told Pickles this was stupid. <laughs> and I was like, and he watched some of them with me. And remember when Jay and Grant would go to listen to the room? I'm doing bunny ears. And I always said that's when Jay would fall asleep. My boyfriend's yes. like, did he just fall asleep? I was like, that's <laughs> what I told Pickles all the time. They would listen to the room. And that meant Jay took off his shoes and fell asleep. <laughs> all the time. They ended the show by buying a bed and breakfast that was haunted. <laughs> they did, which, boy, I, that I think that was the first thing I saw, and I started texting. I was like, "You're never gonna b- believe what I'm watching now." Um, and then I got upset with you because you were supposed to get married there. That's because right. yes, the ghost hunters not only are plumbers by day and ghost hunters by night, but they all have secret abilities. Yes, one guy is a magician. Yes. One guy is a cop. <laughs> Grant, who was dying of AIDS, I thought at the time, was a p- is a piano player. He's a pianist. Yes. Um, maybe that's it. But I, I had the whole thing planned out. I was going to have people as your ushers. Yes. Uh, Jay was going to do your vowel thing. Vowels things? Uh-huh. Hmm. He was going to marry you. Yeah. Grant was going to play the piano. Yeah. It was going to be a haunted location. I think y'all need to get divorced and get remarried there. So make sure you mention that to Dustin. Can I defend myself for just two seconds? It was 10 years ago. It was 10 years ago. <laughs> I do. I don't I don't know if I would classify it as daddy issues. I do have um, hero uh, issues. Sure. I sure. Um, often pick a. A, a man and in, in like hero worship them and it's usually dads that are on tv yeah jay and grant are both dads i'm just gonna point so that it out probably started with jay and grant and then it was luke perry on riverdale yeah and then it was hopper on stranger things yeah uh, so yeah i do have a 
a uh, a past of just like hero worshiping men in their like 40s and 50s <sighs> that probably does root back to daddy issues but look there's not enough time left in the show so <laughs> we we don't but um anyways the new shows are on a and e I haven't watched a new episode yet because I keep falling asleep to it because usually I wear myself out. I'm like a child chasing a toy around the house because I'm just screaming and laughing and talking to the TV. And my boyfriend's secretly on Zillow, I think it's called. It's <laughs> like I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm there to stuff going missing off of shelves. Um, so I'm just saying. <laughs> He's going to leave you just like that, that wife did to the, to the FBI. Yes. I'm going to come home one day. This is going to be Harley Quinn stuff and everything else is gone. Aw. Aw. You're going to, have you ever seen that famous picture of the, the couple getting a divorce and the judge makes them sort through a box of Beanie Babies in the middle of the courtroom? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's going to be y'all, but with Pops. <laughs> Not really, because he has his own stupid shit that's like the uh -huh. Marvel stuff. And I have all the cool stuff, like The Office. Yes. Uh, the Harley Quinns and the Queen. <sighs> Girl, no kidding. This weekend, I got the big 10-inch It, mm -hmm. Pennywise. <gasps> Scary. I'm so excited. He just came in the mail today. He's very pretty. I've had to pet him. Mm -hmm. uh, the nun, the two from the nun, two Annabelles, and something else. Another Pennywise, I think, for the new movie. So anyway, I, I think I've gotten like eight in the last few days here. Um, go follow Poppin' Toys on Instagram, please, everybody. Um, that is my yeah. husband's pop store uh, Instagram. It's account. awesome. Yeah, he sells yeah, pops yeah. now, so... Popping toys on Instagram. Go look them up. My obsession session is another show. Uh, oh, and I know some people get, well, no, you just did a show, so I get to do a show too, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, because I've had people say, like, your, your obsession session shouldn't be a show. And it's like, shut up. Uh, Who are these people? <laughs> Tell them if they don't like it to write a review. Right, yeah. There They'll is give a us five stars. Yes. There is a show on Netflix called Black Spot. It's I've seen French. that on there. Yeah, oh, it's in French. It's in a town called uh, Villafranche. And so it is English dubbed, but it's really cool. It's super creepy. I used to watch a show on sci-fi based on a Stephen King novella called Haven. Do you remember that Ooh. show at all? Nope. Um, yeah, there was a sh it was on sci-fi. There was like a WWE wrestler played one of the characters. <laughs> Anyway, that show was based on a short story by Stephen King about a town that has, like, really weird stuff that happens in it. Like wrestlers. Uh, yeah, and the sheriff has to, like, help investigate all the stuff. So this show is, like, really similar to that, but not as cheesy as Haven was. So if you liked Haven, check yeah. out Black Spot on Netflix. There's two seasons out. It's There's, like, scary forest things. <gasps> Stay out of the forest. Stay out of the forest. That's where bad things happen. There's, like, this monster that walks around. It's really sure. scary. There's a show on Netflix that I read about. I wanted to talk to you about and it's called typewriter and it's okay. an Indian family as in from India not okay. Indian as an American Indian and it's supposedly so scary that uh -huh. people can't hardly finish watching it oh well I'll watch it yeah so I was gonna try to watch that this week since I've I'm caught up on our shows for the next little bit here you know i like those like japanese horror stuff that's too scary for me yeah and, so, th and this might be but i don't know i don't know anything about indian horror stuff that's interesting yeah uh, but so. i am not opposed to foreign um because dark which i have found out is german so what did you say it was i thought it was norwegian <laughs> For Christmas, you're getting yes. a globe. Please. But it has <laughs> and to be a like, world map. It has to be like one of those little kid globes where like I press it and it like reads the name of the country to me and stuff. Yes, it yeah. will definitely be one of those. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Dark is really, really good. So I am not opposed to dubbed shows. Black Spot <laughs> is good too. Um, there's, a, there's a character <laughs> on Black Spot. His name is Baloo. Oh. Yeah, but when, the, but when the English dub, when the English subtitles come on... Uh -huh. They say Baloo, but the, the subtitles say Teddy Bear. 
<laughs> well, we know who they mean. Yeah, I know which one means. Uh, and I was That's like, so yeah. sweet. Yeah. He's like a giant guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now that we've washed the serial killers from our brains. Yeah, exactly. Now I have to go watch Scooby-Doo or something and cleanse myself here. Well, guys, thanks for listening to our Mind Hunter episode. Yay! I hope it was you awesome. didn't have an anxiety attack like I did. Take uh, some meds and uh, drink some glass of wine or something and chill out. All right. We will see you next week. We're going to do the center season two. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.